0: and welcome back to future prairie radio where we look at modern futurism through the lens of the arts humanities and culture i'm your host joni whitworth and this is season one episode 11 victory over the sun with vivian Talinska. well we're coming up on the first anniversary of future prairie radio The next episode will be episode 12, and that's going to be the final episode of season one. The last year has seen a lot of late nights, a lot of picari sweat, so I want to send a very special thank you to everyone who has liked, shared, and subscribed to the podcast. Thank you for connecting me with interesting people to interview. Thank you for letting me record you at parties and conferences and in the back seats of cars. And thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. This podcast has been a gift to my life and a joy to create. I hope it's been fun for you as well. For this episode, I interviewed Vivian Talinska, a musician and mathematician based in Portland, Oregon. I was excited to interview her about her transcendental black metal band called Victory Over the Sun because her work is inspired by Russian futurism. When I talk about futurism on this podcast, I'm using the definition that can be used interchangeably with futures studies, also known as futurology, which is the study of possible futures. It's important to me to disambiguate the various definitions of that word because futurism often gets a bad rap. It carries the negative connotations of the Italian artistic and social movement also called Futurism. That Futurism originated in Italy in the earliest 20th century, and it emphasized speed and militarism, extreme patriotism, youth, and violence. It was closely associated with the fascist movements of World War II. Now, Russian Futurism also celebrated speed, machinery, youth, and industry, but in contrast to Italian Futurism, it advocated for cultural rejuvenation through literature and the arts. Russian futurist poets and painters would collaborate on these big multidisciplinary theater productions such as this futurist opera called Victory Over the Sun, which inspired Vivian's project and eventually became the name of her band. Vivian's music in this project is chaotic and exciting. It feels very fresh to me. I really enjoyed our conversation and everything she had to say about invention and creation and about art and music as tools for social
1: change. Here's Vivian. My name is Vivian Talinska, and I am a musician. I'm a 24-year-old trans woman. I grew up in uh, Germany uh, to Polish parents, so we immigrated to the United States in 2000. Both my parents were ballroom dancers, and my younger sister is like a ballet dancer, but I, um, I have two left feet. I, from a young age, was very interested in classical music. In high school, I started listening to a lot of progressive rock and then some progressive metal And I like to make music that is very complicated. And and I really try to use the ideas that were developing in the 20th century in classical music uh, using kind of the language of metal. There is definitely a lot of correlation between math and music in in terms of, you know, music as just being sets of, of pitches and just frequencies and the way that they interplay together. The last year I've been very interested in microtonal music, which uses... Notes that are not um, the the twelve notes that are most common in Western music, different relationships between tones, which give you different flavors and qualities of chords, and that can give you very different sort of emotional feelings that don't really exist in in Western music. And there's a lot of math in that. The way that you choose the notes. The way that you arrange things, you can think of as... There's a lot of uh, really interesting mathematics behind that. Rhythmically, there's also a lot of complicated rhythms that had more large-scale structures. What I've been doing this, this year is I... you have to take off the frets on a guitar and fill them in and cut new frets and then put new frets in. I've been working a lot in a system that uses 17 tones in an octave instead of 12. Different systems give kind of different flavors. 17 is nice because you can do a lot of similar stuff that you can in 12, but there's also a lot of very alien sounds. There's a lot of very foreign and dissonant sounding intervals, which I think are really interesting, and that is a lot of uh, where I think my music is going. Depending on the system, you can still use like flats and sharps, but where some notes, like for example, um, A flat and G sharp, will be the same note in twelve. In a different system, it, they might be two different notes. But, yeah. Whenever I show people like microtonal music at first, they're like, "This just sounds bad and out of tune." <laughs> I'm like no, but it's in a different tune. I have two bands that I'm sort of active in. My main one has been this noise rock duo called Truck, which is myself and my bandmate Sean. I play drums and he plays guitar. It's very, very loud. It's very fast. It's very punk-inspired. Then my solo project is Victory Over the Sun, which is the name of a Russian futurist opera from 1917. It's designed by this Soviet artist, Kazimir Malevich, with texts by other Russian futurists. I've been very interested in Russian futurism. Italian futurism was very, very uh, closely associated with fascism, which I absolutely condemn. Um, I have no interest in Italian futurism. Russian futurism is what fascinates me most. I'm working on a new project about Kazimir Malevich called The Objectless World, and based on his ideas about art as this sort of pure emotional expression and this like non-objective representation of things or i guess not of things of just pure like feeling the russian avant-garde is kind of nipped in the bud when stalin decided that socialist realism would be the only form of art that was acceptable in the soviet union in the early 30s a lot of russian futurism and futurism in general came from the idea of trying to create a more universal art for the people an art that wasn't based in prior art that wasn't interested in imitating past art something that would take the kind of elements of everyday life and put them together into something new russia really centered the the worker and the the common person as the main recipient for art. Victor of the Sun as an opera was a very collaborative sort of endeavor between um, visual design from Kazimir Malevich, from the linguistic aspect, which was largely um, in Zaum, which is a transcends language. It doesn't. It's hard to translate into English, but it's this these cu- this like cutting up of words and creating like new words that are sort of nonsense, but have this larger. Uh, meaning that's more like felt than more like perceived and like really understood the poet Khlebnikov, who wrote part of the libretto for victory over the sun that uh that opera took words and created sort of these nonsense words there's like a meaning beyond the literal mm-hmm. meaning of these words that weren't exactly words it is more just the pure emotion behind just like the sound of the words I was kind of also interested in exploring that on my album the sounds of words rather than like what they actually refer to I feel like I work top down I'll get this kind of high concept first it'll be like one of my songs was based in this sort of like fluctuating um passage that would change in length that would like expand and contract this, like, pulsating, living, musical unit. Each album took about a year. I would just, like, write and rewrite and rewrite the songs. I don't have an idea of, like, what it's going to be. I just sort of, like, create, and then I'm like, okay, here's what it looks like, and then I create the structure around that. It sounds very chaotic. It sounds like listening to four different songs at once, but I think it creates, like a larger unity and like multiplicity of, of meanings the idea of this completely new synthesis this like really exciting time of like inventing a new of a, a foreign art that was that would like push away its its predecessors for the sake of newness i think that was very exciting for me i like wanted that vision in in my music so i thought that was a pretty good name to use i thought okay I should create a really simple black metal album and not make things too complicated. But of course, I ended up writing prog metal, just this these really long songs with like 30 different parts that would just like keep shifting like time. If you have a, a song in your heart, just like write it and don't don't think about it too much. The only way to get better is by writing music a lot one ought not (laughs) compare themselves to anyone and just create music not necessarily for themselves but without expectation without trying to be like somebody else you know you start putting elements of x y and z in your art and then you find like what combination of those things works what you know, what thing from object X and what thing from object object Y works together, you find that synthesis, you take what works, you cut out what doesn't, and ultimately what's left is a new and unique artistic language that you have created for yourself that other people can then start drawing from. I want to write operas. I want to have access to musicians who can play the music that I write. Ideally, art would represent all walks of life, art would be something that brings people together, music especially. I think Russian futurism was very uh, utopian in a lot of sense. It had this idea of like art for everyone as for like how I think about the future actually. Personally for me as like a trans woman, uh, given (laughs) that the U.S. government is kind of trying to like erase trans identities, it's, it's very scary to think of what the future might hold. A lot of the music I'm interested in is very solitary. I want to be able to perform that music um, and have it take on an actual life rather than, you know, an mp3 file. I think that's the whole point of composition is that the final object shouldn't be a unit but it should be a performance. I know there's some nerds out there who might want to listen to my music.
0: If you'd like to hear more of Vivian's work, you can follow Victory over the Sun on Facebook or check out votsband.bandcamp.com. That's v o t s b a n d.bandcamp.com. Her new album, The Objectless World, comes out this May. We have a live show coming up on Saturday, April 13th at the Hollowed Halls in Southeast Portland, Oregon at 7:30 p.m. The theme is Spring Fling. Notions of paradise, utopia, dreams, romances, and joy. Our live variety show is inspired by the Chautauquas of the 19th and early 20th centuries, where people from all walks of life came together to experience education, entertainment, and culture for the whole community. You're invited. Please come. The link for tickets is now live up on our website, which is futureprairie.com. Future Prairie is sponsored by Square square helps millions of artists and entrepreneurs run their businesses with secure credit card processing and point of sale solutions you can find out more and get free processing on up to a thousand dollars in sales at squareup.com forward slash i forward slash future time that's it for now we'll be back with episode 12 the final episode of season one we got a great one lined up i can't wait to share it with you I hope you have a restful transition out of winter and into spring. And as always, if you have any questions or comments or feedback about this show, you can reach me by emailing joni at futureprairie.com. That's J-O-N-I at futureprairie.com. And now I'll leave you with just a snippet of one of Vivian's 13-minute songs. Yeah! (laughs) Enjoy.